unusual message series that I'm doing. It's called Shine Your Light. I mean, that sounds old hat. You know, this little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. We've heard that forever. I get it. I love it. Okay? But a little different twist. Like these lights on a Christmas tree. Had a guy last week. He came, and I like the guy. He's from up north, has a family that comes here, family members. He comes and visits. But when he saw the Christmas trees, he said he got real critical in his spirit. Why you got Christmas trees on stage? You know, buying into the pagan stuff and all that. And then then uh, he saw me later at communion outside. Now, he didn't say that to me. He just said it in his heart. Maybe he said something to his sister. I don't know. But when I talked about that we're lights, did Jesus Christ say we're the light of the world? Did he say, let your light so shine before men? And that's what I see when I see a Christmas tree. That's what I see. I see us. You see me? Now, I, I'm not all these lights, but I'm one of them. You hear me or not? He didn't make anybody else like me. He didn't make anybody else like you. You're your individual light. And if it's not bright, and if enough of us go out, the tree will look crappy. And you have a place. Well, anyway, the fellow later on, I, he didn't say nothing to me. I didn't know he was negative. But he came up after communion and told me he was sorry. I didn't know he'd done anything. He said, I just looked at it differently. And you know, that's how we are. Why? Are, good grief. Why are we so critical? It's insane. I think it is. Yes or no? It's all about celebrating Jesus Christ. How about the songs today? Did they, did they honor and glorify God today? Yes or no? Say. Come on. Talking about. Amen. I love this and the effort that people made to put these trees up. I'd want to just, you know, pull what hair I got out left, you know. But uh, I just appreciate it. But anyway, so I got a little series based on lights. It's called Shine Your Light. Say that with me. Shine your light. Shine your light. Started last week, and I told you that I have a light. God put a little of Himself in every one of us. And I don't care if you believe that or not. It's the truth. You're fearfully and wonderfully made. It was in the song. You knew me before I was in my mother's womb. Okay, that's Psalm 139. And uh, God made us in Genesis 1.26. Let us make man in our image and our likeness. 127, so God created man in his own image and his own likeness. That's, the, that's why Jesus came. He came for you because He loves you. Because He made you like Him. Does that make you God? No. The plan was for sin not to enter into the world. But sin did enter. And so death is passed upon all men. And all are going to die. But because of Jesus Christ, we can have everlasting life. We can live for... Yeah, thank the Lord. We ought to say thank you, Lord. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Amen. But He loves you. You are valuable to Him. I say it often. I matter. I have value. Say it out loud with me. I, I have. Okay? And a lot of people want to say that today, but they say it without knowing Christ. You know? And it's still true. They do matter. They do have value. But to know that God made me, that God loves me, that I'm not an accident. I'm not a mistake. I'm not a blob of tissue. God created me. I matter to Him. That is huge, man. Last night, I might never get to the message. We'll see. 
Last night I had the honor to take my daughter, Elise, who you've not seen. She's been at home with that baby. She had the C-section. I think she's milking it for all she can get out of it. But anyway, no, I'm just kidding. But she called me and said, Dad, you want to let us go out and have supper tonight on Boca Grande? That's where Wilson, her husband, works. And said, we can surprise him. And uh, we'll bring the baby to his work. And I was like, yeah, let's do it. So we did that last night. And what a beautiful thing to see this little baby made in the image of God. Just a little baby to see what it did at the restaurant. People wanting to come by. People, you know, and yeah, because that's the most precious thing there ever is. Amen. It's a gift from Almighty God. Yeah, thank the Lord for life. Amen. Come on. It was beautiful. I didn't have to preach. I didn't do nothing. and had a crowd. It was great. And Wilson took the baby, grabbed the baby, took the baby to the kitchen, took the baby to the bar area. All these different co-workers of his took the upstairs. It's a fancy restaurant. And what was nice, he comes back to the table and he says, they said dinner's on the house for you. And that was going to cost me big bucks. I was like, Wow. Anyway, can I, I got to get on with the message. Anyway, just shining our light wherever we go. Amen. Say, amen. Let's talk about it. Jesus said, you're the light of the world. Jesus said that. Don't argue with him. A city that's set on a hill can't be hid. Shine. People don't light a candle and put a lid on it. No, they Put it on a candlestick and it gives light to everyone that's in the house. Let your light, Jesus speaking, so shine before men and women that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. You have something to shine. And like I said last week, mine is a personality God's gave me. I don't understand where it came from. had to come from Him. People tell me, boy, when He made you, they broke the mold. When He made you, they broke the mold. You're special. Like I said, man, I grew up with this crazy energy, always getting in trouble on my report card. I talked too much. I wouldn't pay attention. I wouldn't do this. I wouldn't do that. And, you know, I got beatings for that. And other stuff I deserved. But to think that that's sort of the way God made me. I know we have to rein in certain types of behavior in certain kind of situations. I get that. But God made me me, and who would have thunk I could make a living being me? All, my, all the years, He saved me. And I can just be me sharing the gospel with people and pastoring a church. How do you do that? I just, I'm just me. You hear me? I love you being you. I like, you know, back in the day, all the singers would their hair, have their hair cut just away. Y'all know that, right? Say. First time I sang, word got out I was singing at the little church I got saved at. I was 16 years old going on 17. They asked me to sing. They heard me sing with some girls around a piano one night. I was just flirting. And, uh, and the music guy said, man, or the piano lady said, you can sing. I said, sissy sing. I ain't singing. And then the music director came up to me and gave me a cassette tape. He said, learn this for Easter. It was Dallas Home, Rise Again. How many know that song? See there? 
1977, 1978. And so I memorized that thing. <laughs> you kidding me? It was perfect. I was raring to go. Going to sing it. And I knew the Lord, but I was probably singing for the wrong reason. Try to impress the girls to show my talent that I didn't know I had, but I guess I had. I didn't know. And the preacher heard I was going to sing. And he called me to his office. And he said, you're not singing here unless you get your hair cut. I had beautiful hair halfway down my back. Kidding me? It was a curse. I cut my hair. Been gone ever since. <laughs> Not really, but it seems like it. It seems like it. Leave people's hair alone. It might be all they got. Come on. But you know, I, I, I was sitting there today. I was sitting there today. Looking at Joel be Joel. Chris be Chris. You know, I look over here and there's Mitch. Hair all over his head. Big old beard. And I'm thinking, he's happy. He's happy being himself. Why am I going to push that? Amen? And I just looked. I could go down the line. I mean, Sherry getting to just pipe in when she wants to. You know, some churches would say, now, don't do that. You know? But she gets to be herself. You get to be you, too, by the way. Amen? You're fearfully and wonderfully made. Let your light shine. God's put something in you. You hear me? For me, it's a weirdness. It's a people thing. I don't, I love on people. I was out in town this week, had a guy walk, and I don't even, I don't even think the guy's probably, a, he might be a believer. I'm not sure. Good chances he's not. But he just came up and talked to me. I know him from business and things. But he, man, that, the Lord used that guy to encourage me. He just spoke into my life how just a you know, wonderful person I was and this. And I'm like, oh, man, that's not me. And uh, he says, no, you are. And he was a light. And I don't know if he, if he really deep down knows the Lord. That's why we've got a job to do. Amen? Say, God loves these people. You hear me? Say that out loud. God loves these. God loves these people. Amen? And we want to. We want to be a blessing to them. So shine your light, whatever that light is you have. Let's go, Raji. You're just sitting there, man. What's wrong with you? Come on. You and I have been created, though, to be like Him. What do I mean by that? You can be a people person. You can be a big talker. You can do all that. And you can use that for your own gain. And you can even use that for the devil. God did not create you and put something in you for that to be used of Satan. Did you hear me? I mean, you can be a talker and, and end up just being a smooth talker with the ladies and become a guy that just cats around. Is that glorifying God with your light? Yes or no? Say. It's not what God intended. God has put something in you. A little bit of himself. And he says, use that to glorify me. Well, how are we going to do that unless we know him and what he's like? And that's what I want to do with you today. God created me to be like him. Let's go, Raji, and see what we can do. God made me to be like him. Would you say that out loud? God made me to be like, one more time, 
God made me to be like Him. And that shouldn't condemn you. That should encourage you. (laughs) You know, that I am created to be like God. Doesn't mean you're God. But it means He wants you to be godly. Yes or no? Christ. Are you Christ? No. But He wants you to be Christ what? Like. Do you hear me? And the problem is we fake it. We fake it. I cut my hair, get my Bible, put a suit on. Well, I'm a Christian. You ain't. What are you doing? God made you you. He wants to take that uniqueness in you, and you use that for Him, for His glory, and let that shine. That's what I'm seeing when I see that Christmas tree. You're unique. Andrea, you're unique. You're a blessing. You like to help people. You can even get taken advantage of. Yes or no? Has it ever happened? It's happened. Sure it has. Probably multiple times in your life. But you know what? You've talked to me. I've talked to you. I say let it shine. That's on them. That ain't on you. Let's thank the Lord for her. That's on them. That ain't on you. You let it shine. She will help. She will help till her hands hurt. That's just who she is. That's a gift from Almighty God that you have. And you need to know that God gave you that gift. And you let it shine, girl. It's what we need. We need that. God said, let us make man after, in our own image. We said that already. After our likeness, let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air, over the cattle, over everything that creeps upon the earth. And this is what God said. So God created man in his own image and his own likeness. Own image, God created he, him. The Lord God formed man out of the dust of the ground. He breathed into his nostrils. The breath of life set with me, and man became a living what? See how unique you are, how much you matter? So God created man as a picture of himself. We said this last week. Raj, we're going to just shoot on through there. So you're incredibly valuable. We've made that point several times. God says man will be a picture of me. He will be like me. And that's God's plan for your life. He's created you and I to be like Him. But now we want to keep going further now. We're to let our light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify who? Your Father which is in heaven. So, the idea is to be who I created you to be. That's what God wants out of you. He wants you to be who He created you to be. It doesn't mean you're not going to have problems. I am who God created me to be, but I still have problems. I still have struggles. I still lack faith. I still sin. I know that's hard for you to imagine. I still say things. I still think things. And so this life I have that I live down here, I now live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave Himself for me. But boy, I've got to crucify my flesh. And I just got to keep working at it to, to let that good in me that God put in me to shine. And the goal is I want to be who God created me to be. I want to be who God created me to be. I want to be who God created me to be. You hear me or not? That's who I want to be. When I look in that mirror, oh, I wish it wasn't this way. It is that way. Stop arguing with it. Okay? I can sit there in the cows. Come on. Wish I had more hair. Wish I had my I don't. So then I read People magazine that says eight out of the ten most sexy men in America are bald. So I go, well, good. Anyway, I'm sorry. That's what I'm saying. Most preachers say that. They run them right out of the church. I just say it. Amen. 
Be who, you, who I created you to be, God says. But here's the deal. Whatever gifting you have, you want it to be like Him. So what is God? God is what? So whatever special thing God put in you, you need to use that to love people for Him. Did I lose you on that? Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God. And everyone that loves is born of God and knows God. He that loves not knows not God, for God is love. So the God who made you to be like Him is loving. So what are you supposed to be like? One more time. You might say, well, I'm not that way. Well, He is. And He created you to be that way. Yeah, but. No, you're just being a big butt. Excuse me. Okay, get your butt out of the way. Come on. This is God's will for your life. As the Father hath loved me, so I've loved you. Uh-oh, say it with me. Jesus speaking. Continue in. So, Colleen, that smile, that encouragement. You could use that in a lot of ways. You use that to let the love of God flow through you to other people. And that's what you're doing. That's beautiful. Yes or no, Amen. I love this kind of stuff, by the way. So are you loving? Do you love people? You've been created by God Almighty. He's put a little of Himself in you for you to do that. Ah, it's easier for you. Well, if you're a people person, it is easier to engage and maybe talk to people. But that still doesn't get you off the hook or me off the hook. We still have to let love flow through us. Amen? You might not be a big talker. You might be a big doer. It might be you can't say much, but through your actions or through your deeds, you're showing them the love of God. Does that make any sense? Sometimes a loving thing is to keep your mouth shut, which I struggle at. You see how your, your thing is maybe different than my thing, but we both got to do the thing, which is to love. Okay, so that's number one. Be loving. Are you? You've been created to be like Him. You've been created with a special something inside of you. And God wants you to use who you are to be loving. Does that make any sense to anybody? Let's look at another one then. I've been created to be like Him. Well, my God is what? Say it out loud. My God is what? And the Lord God called unto Adam and, and, and said unto him, Where are you? He had been walking with Adam in the garden in the cool of the day. Now Adam had sinned. And God's wanting to spend time with him. God's looking for him. He said, I heard your voice in the garden and I was afraid because of my sin. And I, I realized I was naked because of his sin and I hid myself. But don't miss the point. God was wanting to have fellowship with him. God was wanting to have time with him. And the Lord God said, it's not good that this man should be alone. I'm going to make for him a what? A help meet. Do you see how God created you like him? We need to be relational. It's not God's will for you to take whatever of himself he put in you and you just hide it. You just set it home. How much set it home? That's not right. You might not have the personality that maybe I have and get out there and all that, but that's, that's beside the point. 
you still got to be relational. People need you, and you need them. Y'all hear me or not? God's relational. Henceforth, I don't call you servants. Jesus speaking. For the servant doesn't know what the Lord does. But I've called you what? For all things that I've heard of my Father, I've made known unto you. So God has called us His friends. Are we to be friends of people? Yes or no? Absolutely. We're to be friendly. This is who God is. God is a friend that sits closer than a brother. Amen? Look at it. A man that has friends must show himself what? But there is a friend that does what? Sticks closer than a brother. And that that means a lot, but to me it means thank you, Lord, for being my friend. Amen? So are you relational? Whatever light... I hope I'm not boring you to tears. I feel like I am. So whatever I've been given, whatever light God's put in me, if I'm going to be like Him, then I've got to be loving with whatever light I have, and I've got to be relational. I've got to be sharing that. With who? Well, I love my dog. No. It's sad. There's some people who care far more about their dogs than they do their grandchildren. And if that's you, you're pitiful. Okay? Do you hear me or not? You might say, I don't know. My, you don't know my grandkids. No, but I'm getting to know you. I'm telling you guys, this relational thing is huge. We need to open up to people and we need to care for people. Y'all with me or not? Hey, got a dog? Love you, dog. I got that. But don't you, don't you think that? Our God just called me to love little Pee-wee. How many have had a dog named Pee-wee? Couple of you. There you go. There you go. They get that name because they pee all over everything. I'm just saying. Here we go. So are you relational? Do you care for other people? God's like that. He said, let your light so shine. What light? That thing I put in you. And when you do, it's going to glorify me. But it ain't going to glorify God if you ain't loving. It ain't going to glorify God if you ain't caring. Does that make any sense? Makes sense to me. Keep looking. So be caring. Let's look at another thing. You made me to be like you, but what are you like? Well, you're loving. Mm-hmm. You're relational, that's for sure. Say that with me. God is what? A lot of people have God in them. That little bit of something God put in every one of us. And they don't, they're not respectable people. They've been given something that God put in them. The crooks, the way they live their life, doesn't bring any glory to God. That's not God's will for their life, or it's not His will for your life. See, God made us to be like Him. Well, what is God like? He's respectable. Oh, Lord, our Lord, say it with me. How excellent is your name in all the earth, who has set thy glory above the heavens. Keep looking. After this manner, here's how we pray. Say it with me. Our Father, which art in heaven. Say it with me. Hallowed or holy be thy, thy name. God is respectable. That thing that God has put inside of you, that light on that tree, that's one of them's you, man. 
He's not going to get glory if you're not a respectable person. You hear me? What does that mean? Well, that means we're to be holy as He is holy. Does the Bible say that? Absolutely. What does that mean, perfect? Guys, we're not perfect. But that needs to be our goal in our life. He must increase and I must what? Decrease. I need to be more like Him and less like me. That bad part of me. When I consider thy heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars which you've ordained, what is man that you're mindful of him and the son of man that you visited him? For thou hast made man a little lower than the angels, but you have crowned him with what? Glory. You can be an honorable person if you want to be. God can help you in your life. Yeah, but I've just always been a liar. You don't always have to be a liar because he ain't a liar. Got it? We're getting my drift here today. You're a light. But that light has got a candle, I got a top on it. If you have a disrespectful name. Does that make any sense? When people think of your name and they think of, oh my gosh. It's a big deal, guys. You can't shine for the Lord. If you are a, a profane person, you understand? Come to church on Sunday, think that's going to get it. That's why people take communion. They won't take communion. I get rid of all that stuff, and the next day you're living like a crazy person. It's disrespectful to God. It's disrespectful to others. You hear me or not? You'd be better off just to be the fool you are and the hypocrite you are. But that's not God's will for your life. He wants the best for you. Amen? He made you. Blessings are upon the head of the just. But violence covers the mouth of the wicked. God wants to bless you. The memory of the just is what? I think of your husband and your father and your son, Jason. What a respectable, honorable man. And that's what people said. Because that's who he was. He let that part of him, that light that God put in him. And that could have gone a million different ways. But he chose to follow Christ. And that light shone for the Lord. And that's a blessing. And that's what God's called us to be. Amen? And one day we'll be with the Lord. Because we'll be like Him and we'll see Him as He is, 1 John 3, 2. But right now we need to be like Him too, even when we don't see Him. Amen? The memory of the just is blessed, but the name of the wicked shall what? Well, did God not put light in that person? No, He put light in them. He put a little bit of Himself in every person. But we can choose not to follow Christ or we can choose to say we are Christian and not live for Christ. And your name will rot. A good name's rather to be chosen than great riches, loving favor, more than silver and what? Nothing to test. And I just get up here and talk, guys. You might not like it sometimes. But nothing makes me sicker than to see a businessman or woman who says they are Christian and to cheat people. And to be crooked as a day is long. And I hope you lose everything. You heard me. 
I do. If, you, if that's how you got it, man, I hope you lose it. That's ugly, ain't it? Sounds like something Jesus would say. We just make him all lily and he don't ever raise it. He don't ever did. No, no, he was holy, holy, holy. And we ain't, ain't, ain't. And we need help. Amen? So, are you respectable? Do you have a good name? And if you say, well, I don't really have that good of a name. How about work on it then? How about that? Say work on it. One more time. How about that? I grew up as a son of a drunk woman. But that's not what they, my children have said about their, their father. See how that can quickly change in a generation? Yes or no? Won't you let the light shine? Good stuff, man. Chris Brooks, I hear your mouth. Where are you? Can't see in the dark. Chris had a light in high school. Chose not to follow the light in high school, but went after drugs. Yes? Light went out, didn't it, son? Was it shining in the dark places you went? It wasn't. But God never gave up on you, did He? Amen. And that light, that light's in Him. And we think of Chris, and I don't think of Chris Brooks, the drug dealer. I think of Chris Brooks, the encourager. Chris Brooks, the one that wants to lead us in worship. Chris Brooks, the one that has a good word. Chris Brooks, the one that will come up and say hi to you first. That's what God put in Chris Brooks. Was there. Good stuff, buddy. Come on. But we need to be respectable. Yes? i got to hush. Keep going. Here we go. Be who I created you to be. Now look, now he's everything. And we might just have a little part of him that he put in us. We've got to let that shine. But it needs to be done according to him. Loving, caring or relational, and respectable. How about this one? My God is what? Strong. Who is the King of glory? The Lord strong and mighty. The Lord mighty in battle. Have I not commanded you, be strong and have a good courage. God is strong. Don't be afraid. Neither be dismayed. For the Lord thy God is with you wherever you go. So whatever light you have, you can... I, I, I can't do it. I, I, I can't do it. I can't serve. I, I, I don't know how I'm going to make it. I can't... You know, and you just can, you can cower in fear. Listen, listen... Listen, God is strong, and you need to know that you matter and that you have value, and you can use that for His glory. You hear me? Are we making, are we making sense today? Okay? A wise man is what? Yea, a man of knowledge is in, increases his strength. God's Word. It ain't just muscles we're talking about here. It's down inside of you, that courage and that... That knowing that you matter, that you have value. Look at this one. Watch ye stand what? Fast in the what? Faith. Quit you like men. Don't live just as a man after those desires. Live like the Lord. Be like Him. Okay? You're a winner. You can be a winner. You can shine. Not me. Yes, you can. 
My mother ran around on daddy, a drunk. She gets saved. She became one of the brightest lights in Rockingham. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. How she cared for people. I didn't even know it was in there. She would rebate and coupon. And you've heard this story, some of you, but we had a little place in our house. And Mama had shelves, and she would get all these products for people that couldn't afford it. And she would bring them into the house, women who couldn't afford tampons and the basic necessities, toothpaste. This was long before there was these food pantry places everywhere. There was one in my house by a drunk woman who ran around on daddy, who cursed God himself. God did a transformation in her life, and inside of my mama was the most caring, beautiful, wonderful person you would ever meet. And that light came out. It was incredible. That's what I'm talking about. Be strong. Come on. Keep going, Rod. You're slowing me down. When then are the strong, when then that are strong, we then that are strong ought to bear the infirmities of the weak. So what you have inside of you, there are a lot of weak people and hurting people around. And they need you. Without, They don't even know they need you. But they need you. And they need you to be strong. Amen? How many felt like quitting before? I have one pastor tells me he feels like quitting every Monday. After Sunday, every Monday. And I can relate to that. Get up here. Who am I to tell y'all what to do when I know me? How pathetic I am. That's what runs through my mind. I'm telling you to be strong when I'm weak. I got I to gotta eat my own medicine. <laughs> Amen. Say. But somebody's got to do it. And God gave me the mouth to do it. In the morning sow your seed. In the evening withhold not your hand. Amen. A lot of scriptures on being strong. So are you what? We're quitting right now. Do you know the Lord is with you? Do you know the Lord is with you? Do you know that? Work on that. Work on that. He's with me. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I love the wrestling team. Mike Schick, are you here? He's been working out of town a lot. But he's our wrestling coach. He called me. And uh, one of the kids on his team lost a loved one to cancer, to breast cancer. And so his, his, his wrestling team, they just had a big dual meet. They won 70 to nothing, okay? That's called a good team. But he wanted at this event, he wanted to honor this young man and help this young man who was suffering. So he had all of them wear pink singlets. But he called me on the phone. He said, do you have an idea of something I can put on the back of the singlet, the, 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 the wrestling thing they wear? About being strong. I said, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And they wrestled the other day and had that on their back. Isn't that great? But you can do something. But you've got to be strong. I thought, boy, Schick was pretty strong to do such a thing. Amen? Smart too, ain't he? Smart joker. So be strong. Last one, Roger Hope. My God sacrifices. You've been given light. Something's inside of you. And God wants you to give it away. 
even if it doesn't feel good. He wants you to give it to other people. Even if you've been hurt, don't quit giving. Don't quit giving it. For God so loved the world, He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in Him should not perish, but have everlasting life. He that spared not His own Son, but He delivered Him up for us all. How shall He not with Him also freely give us all things? Greater love has no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friends. God said, I put some of me in you. (laughs) And you think you're going to do what you need to do for me on your own? No, you need to be like me. And you'll see that thing I put in you shine. It'll light up the whole room. If you're loving, if you're caring, what's the next one? If you're strong, if you're what? If you're respectable, if you're sacrificing. Do you give yourself to others? Be giving. Roger, we done. My God forgives. We quit. Come now, let us reason together, says the Lord. Though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be as what? White as snow. And though they be like, be red like crimson, they shall be as wool. Let's say this one together. If we confess our, our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. He cast, he cast our sin as far as the what? East is from the west. He buries it where in the depths of the... And He remembers it no more. How about you take whatever light God's put in you and you be forgiving? You hear me or not? This is who God is. What I put on that screen is who God is. He didn't put something in you to put it there so you'd be something like your father, the devil. He put that in you so you'd be like him. Got it? So how about we do it? Let's thank the Lord. We're done. Amen. Boom. Amen. Come on. Got to quit. Got donuts, man. Come on. Let's go. That other crowd's eating all the donuts.